rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new Cardi B court case resurfaces on Twitter, but it's fake. I am your host, Devon, and you are listening to another episode of Center of the Sun Podcast. Thank you for listening. (laughs) I hope you like that melody. Well, they were calling Cardi B. They were like making fun of her because they thought she had a 360 deal or something. I don't know. It was in contrast or um, it had something to do with like Megan Thee Stallion because she had a similar thing where she just won in court uh, being able to produce or to release her own music and be her own boss. Um, but unfortunately, a similar um, thing was happening with Cardi B um, at the beginning of her career, but it was all resolved back then. And that's what I remembered, but it resurfaced today and... Um, it was funny because Cardi B always responds to her fans. <laughs> they always respond to her fans. And sometimes it doesn't always work out. Uh, and so I think she was probably advised to like maybe delete some tweets or something. But you can't just delete tweets. Uh, someone's always looking at you. Someone's always watching you. And someone's always screenshotting you to profit off of you. So they, of course, like clap back and was like, well, if you were so right and blah, 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 then why did you delete your tweet? And da, da, da. So she came back and said, um, well, because it's fake. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything. There is no reason to address it because it's, it's actually contrived. And it had nothing to do with her. Um... And it had, she was named in it because she's associated with whatever company is in court right now, but it had nothing to do with her record deal. And the whole thing was contrived. So that was something that was funny today. How are you doing today? Um, Are you surviving the coronavirus? Um, I hope you did your taxes because the stimulus bill that was just passed in the Congress, United States Congress was signed or is close to being signed by Donald Trump right now. So 
you have to do your taxes. It's like an extra like tax refund or something. Um, I already get a refund. So I guess I would get the $1,200. But like if you owe them $1,200, then you just are $1,200 less bill at the IRS. You know, like something like that. And most people get, most people get um, refunds. So it's kind of like a tax rebate. It's a tax credit. I, it's weird. Oh, it's so weird. Nancy Pelosi. I just, because it's like we have all of this stuff about like Bernie Sanders and like how we're so against socialism and all this kind of stuff. And then we do things that are seemingly socialist, but with our own weird take on it. Like instead of just giving people money, they have to do it through some weird taxation loophole or they have to create another layer of taxation or delay it till next year because it's our money that we already spent earned and spent it's a weird society is so weird and that's what we're going to talk about because society is weird but society is shifting it's shifting and we know that we're always going to have some sort of exchange of currency current energy it's all kind of a, a synonym but there's always going to be an exchange. And even in the cosmic sense, there's always an exchange of energy. And it's very interesting if you look a little bit closer at it, um, because you'll learn lessons about kind of how to operate in your own life. So anyway, another thing that kind of struck me about this whole coronavirus and COVID-19 bullcrap is that because everyone's staying at home... It's been very refreshing to see that Black people have finally adopted TikTok. <laughs> um, I was, I've been on TikTok since like September or something. I actually am not on it no more because it was, it's like too complicated for me to use. Like I can only like talk to you. I learned how to use Logic Pro. I learned how to use this iMac, da, 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 but I cannot, I do not have patience for t social media. I just don't like it. And... But they've finally adopted TikTok and I'm actually very happy because they've made it better. It's actually funny, but what I don't want to go on TikTok because I don't want to see their numbers because their numbers are probably trash because that's not how, TikTok is not like Twitter. Um, you're making videos for children. So if you're on TikTok not making videos for children, you're not getting very many views because the algorithm does not reward people who are not making safe content that is family oriented. So a lot of it is funny, but a lot of it is, has a lot of cussing and like sexual themes, which are not okay because it's a, it's a Chinese product. So you have to follow Chinese customs and cultures and stuff like that. Um, and it's widely successful in China. Uh, and it's only that successful in China because of the algorithm um, works in some kind of weird way. And I don't have energy. I really don't. Um, if I ever become a billionaire or something and can create a, uh, algorithm of some sort for a computer I hopefully I don't because that it just seems very boring like why why would that be your life's work or why would that be your business but anyway uh Beyonce in addition to something else that's like kind of blowing my mind right now uh on t on Twitter people are accusing her of not writing her own music I don't know based on what but I just know it's a hot topic this week and I'm kind of perplexed because I'm like, have you ever followed Beyonce at all? Um, of course, she doesn't write every single word of her music. You, should, you can see her credits, her producers and her writers and everybody. But at the core of her artistic expression is her. 
And she does write a lot of her music. <laughs> maybe not all of it. And maybe not from start to finish, but because it's fucking hard to make a song. Um, even the background track to this motherfucker, you know, like it's not easy um, to make songs. So it's just really weird when people discount musicians because they can't they can't conceive of the sheer amount of work it takes to produce one song and the amount of emotional labor it takes just to just birth something beautiful um like music so i am a musician i'm a trying to produce my own shit write and produce my own shit and sing and I'll, I'll do all that shit it's hard as hell and if i had money to pay somebody to speed this shit on up so i can just get the ideas out of my head because at the end of the day it's her ideas so and if she res if some of her stuff resonates you know if something within her resonates with somebody else's stuff and she samples it and uses it that's completely fine because anybody that's ever sang in a choir or sang in a band or you know any sort or sang at all period um or sang with your siblings or anything music is a collaboration and the people that are criticizing musicians for collaborating that's weird that's counterintuitive like that's what we're going to talk about today this old way of thinking about like every man for himself and like if you're not nobody unless you're you're independent and da 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 like that paradigm has already shifted and we're seeing it play out in this coronavirus stimulus and we're why do we why does the government care um and not care but like why is there a narrative <laughs> like why is there a shift in feelings and um that's because we're shifting that's because our energy is shifting and just like Kim Kardashian, you know, she just beat up Courtney or whoever on the TV. Now they had a little slap fight. It ain't really beating up nobody, but still like, damn it. Nobody, everybody's losing their chill. Nobody can take it no more. And, you know, we're over it. But connecting with people, like fighting is not all the time good, but still you're connecting with people. It's better to fight with somebody than to ignore them. I would say. Um, that was something that was really funny though, because her in that wig, she just had a lot of, she's had a wig on. Excuse me, she just had a wig on, um, like a bob, and she was just shaking that bob, like no, no stiff bitch. Um, anyway, so the paradigm is shifting. The paradigm, the energy is shifting. I was on Twitter the other day, and I was talking about the hologram. The theory of the hologram of existence, of the um, hologram of existence. I forget what the real term is. I think I'm saying it wrong, but basically, there are theories, mathematical theories, that we live in a hologram. And there's evidence every day that disproves a lot of what we've been taught, like as kids. Like I'm 30s, 31. So um, a lot of the stuff that I learned about like quantum mechanics and like blah, 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 like Albert Einstein, like that was, that was called into question when I was having a mental breakdown <laughs> after college. Like, ugh. so I missed a lot of updated information. Cause I'm like, wait, I'm an intellectual. Like I keep up with this kind of stuff. I want to know how the world works. It's in my best interest to know. Um, therefore I'm going to seek it. And for some odd reason in the last 10 years, I've been misguided for some reason. I've been stuck with reading Brian Greene. Um, I know we discussed Brian Greene on the show. I know we discussed other scientists that are kind of outdated, like considering like fast forward to, to now, like I've been going through this process and I'm learning as 
on this basically the, the same day that you're learning about all of this stuff too. And I'm just kind of regurgitating it from my own synthesis. And that's because the paradigm is shifting. A lot of people are starting to come into this realization. And not only is this my personality, I've actually had physical experiences that kind of support this paradigm shift. And the paradigm shift that I'm talking about is the same paradigm shift that everybody was kind of talking about in 2012. You know, the world was going to end in 2012. Like, this is why nobody believes anything because we're always being... Everything that is that is important is trivialized and made into a movie and then it's dramatized to hell and then we never really get the substance of what the message was in the first place. So in 2012, we heard a lot about ancient, the ancient Mayan people. Center of the sun. Naturally, we try to connect ancient wisdom with modern science to unlock our human potential. So like obviously the Mayan calendar is an important aspect because it's like right it's on the border of the motherfucking United States like it's like next it's the closest um pyramids that we have well that are not I don't know if there's any pyramids in the in the US there probably are um because there's pyramids everywhere but um the ones that we focus on the most in this side of the world are the pyramids in Mexico so What's interesting about those pyramids is that they're kind of like parallel with the ones in Egypt. Like it's like really weird. It's weird. And um, the same stones and everything when we know like geology does not work like that. Like obviously they were either one continent or like it was moved from place to place because it matches. Even though like nobody could have ever contacted each other because it was so far away. And it's like... Obviously, they were able to contact each other and not only contact each other, they were obviously able to move. So um, we don't know how that happened because it wasn't planes, trains and air and automobiles. We know that much. It was something else. And um, and maybe they didn't move either. You know, maybe it was just like fluke, you know, like, ooh, whatever. But, you know, we know that remote intuition and all that kind of stuff is all real. So I don't know. They might have been talking to each other through the dreams and stuff. I don't know. But uh, there are a lot of researchers that have focused a lot of their life's work on that, on those structures down, those Mayan structures down in Mexico. And namely, the Mayan calendar was, is probably the most um, prominent thing that was produced out of the whole exploration of the Mayans, the ancient Mayans. And, you know, there was a, there was a date there was a date, you know, at which point the Mayan calendar ended. And at the time, I kind of thought about it in the more of a mechanical sense. It was kind of like, okay, it's a cycle. And we know for a fact, like all of these ancient calendars, Hindus and all these people, Mayans, all these people, they have these calendars that like, when you look at them, they're like, this is just a bunch of pictures on the thing. But if you look at it and you know what the damn system is, it matches up one-to-one with our time, with our modern time. So we know it's like the same time. It's just in different proportions. But it's equals to the same thing, equals up to the same thing. So there was a date, you know, we matched our calendar with the Mayan calendar. We figured out, oh my God, like December 21st, 2012 is going to be the end of the world or whatever it is. But that's only from looking at it from a mechanical sense. Today, 
There is a doctor. His name is Carl Kalaman. He's a PhD and he studied the Mayan calendar. And he also created a term that I just learned the other day called the nine waves of creation. And it kind of talks about the differences between these two perceptions of like the Mayan calendar. He asserts that the Mayans did not have, did not only have the mechanical perception of the of time, they had a intuitive and a spiritual, they also had an intuitive and spiritual sense of it as well. And they didn't have exact dates and stuff. They had symbols and things and where, where it would indicate that energy was shifting. But Carl Kalaman discovered in his studies, and you can look them up, that these Mayan pyramids have like levels to them. You know, there's like stair steps to them. And we've been talking about numerology and we've been talking about all the numbers and we went through the first, you know, nine numbers. Um, we skipped a few, but, um, you know, we kind of got a good sense of kind of what the first nine numbers are. We didn't go through each characteristic of each number, but we went through kind of this kind of why it's important because the actual what a number nine is can vary based on your intuition but what we cannot ignore is that the numbers themselves have an inherent value that we see manif are manifested in various ways so for instance nine Waves of creation is a metaphor for the nine levels on them pyramids. So when these Mayan people were creating stories and structures, just like we have our own stories and our own structures to tell about, to talk about our culture, they did the same thing and they told stories with snakes and steps and all kind of different symbols that indicated or had direct... Um, or represented our consciousness or, and represented the consciousness of the planet. And we know that the uh, planet's consciousness is a, uh, we are a microcosm of the planet's con consciousness. Our individual consciousness is just a piece of the greater whole. So Dr. Kalaman, he said uh, the 2012 date, 12-21-2012 was a fluke. Um, the, how it kind of matched up with our time was all a fluke and that it was a fluke because European astrology worships the mechanical nature of our universe and it worships the solstices and it kind of like puts value on these mechanical parts of the earth but it completely ignores all of the spiritual stuff and the Mayans obviously were more focused on the spirituality part of it because it didn't matter the concept of time <laughs> didn't matter in this plane. It mattered in the greater sense of things. So the Mayans believed only in focusing on the energy that is being moved throughout the planet and not only the physical changes. So we, we know that like a hurricane and of, you know, these natural d disasters, those are, en that's energy being moved throughout the planet. Um, so frequency at this time in 2012, around 2011 to, to now, okay, so we're in, everything is, there's not a date, there's not a thing, it's just the starting and a stopping of cycles and kind of like on a spectrum. 
and it causes physical changes in the earth, but we don't have to dwell on that because we know how to adapt. That's why, you know, we have our senses and all that kind of stuff in our technology because we adapt just fine. But we know like if there isn't, so like there were specific events around this time that we could attribute to like energy was frequency. Like there was earthquakes in places that there shouldn't have been earthquakes, like earthquakes in China and earthquake you know tsunamis and you know creating breakdowns of nuclear reactors and stuff there was a whole bunch of stuff and it's almost seemingly like it's just the earth going through a cycle but the minds didn't really care about that part there are two rules of thought about kind of what the minds believed and kind of who they were and their concept of time the main thing is that a lot of people believe that the Mayans built this calendar to kind of metaphorically tell the story of divine inspiration. On the other end, with the 2012, you know, date, that was people assuming that the Mayans knew something scientifically because they were they were able to, to project, you know, expertly into the future we were like oh my god they're just so smart like blah blah blah. this is like math like physics like yes um and it kind of validated a lot of people's thoughts about ancient people and about how they could you know in some way create these processes that match one-to-one with our quote you know electricity and you know that match with our modern processes and we think that but we think that we're better because we created this new thing, but it's all intuition. It's everybody has intuition in their own age. There's nobody is just left <laughs> to fend for themselves. You know, like there's always a progression and the Mayans had just as much sense as we do now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We just have d- different tools because we've we've built upon something, but they had just as much sense to create the stuff that we have now. So it's just theirs is a different version, but theirs is just as nice. Like uh, it's made of stone and it's lasted like thousands of years. Like girl, like can you? how can you tell me that's less? But anyway, Kalaman, Dr. Kalaman, he states that our relationship with the universe has changed fundamentally. External world events with completely new meaning. So that's kind of the biggest thing that, that you'll see. And you'll see that human behavior also changes. But your perception will most likely stay the same unless you're conscious of it. We are going to be moving towards unity and I would even say like a unity consciousness, like a collective unity consciousness. And it's kind of indicated in these new presents, like this coronavirus stimulus, like never in a million years would I ever think that we, we would have two stimulus <laughs> in like 10 years, you know, like it's like, and it's, but it's just the principle of the matter. It's in everyone's best interest if everyone is doing well. So even the least of you have to at least be like breathing, <laughs> you know, like, and even if you look at it from a, from a cynical perspective, we are just workers in a big ass, in a big ass corporation. We're just these people's workers. So at least, you know, they even needed the slaves to be alive too. at least be not sick, but, um, human behavior, you've already seen it change. You've seen people kind of like start to become like a little bit more attuned to their world. They want to buy green, you know, like there's, it's slow. It's a slow and steady progression to a unity consciousness. Our direction, our direction, pardon me, is shifting. And we're not going to repeat the past. And you must let it go because it'll only haunt you. We, we won't be repeating it. Unfortunately, the cycle is over, <laughs> you know, all this, all of this, and we're only building upon what we've already built, but, um, we're not going to be looking back to the past, uh, because we can't go back because the way the, the, that cycle has ended, there is no way to go back. We can only build upon it. And that's probably why the Mayan technology seems freaking weird to us because we only build upon things. We don't look back. So that was just their concept of it. And then since then it was built upon or destroyed and then forgotten. I don't know what happened, but it's relevant today. Internal worlds also are experiencing this same shift. Um, I experienced it not at this, not around 2012, but more so like in the last, like maybe like 2016 ish. Um, 2015, 2016 was my shift, internal shift where I kind of like felt the sun in a new way. It was very weird solar eclipse i had never felt like that i had never felt so alive because i was like wait i'm on earth and i'm looking up at the sun during an eclipse where the only time where the sun and the moon are lined up i'm looking at this thing and i feel and i literally was an i was in awe i didn't i couldn't tell you i was in awe um, and, and that's kind of my shift. And that was an internal shift. And I can't really look back. 
I can't really go back to my old ways because I really feel like, oh my God, <laughs> like I feel compelled. And that's the whole thing about what the Mayans were trying to say is that not that there was a specific day or anything, but that you will be compelled and you can't look back. So that's why, like, when I think of like the 2012 movie, we all had this concept of what was going to happen. But we haven't looked, we haven't talked about that. We didn't realize, we didn't say, oh, I never, you know, like we didn't care. We were like, okay, we're, we're not dead. Let's keep moving. Let's go. You know, we don't really talk about 2012 no more. And that's why I brought it up. Cause I'm like, I feel like we're still shifting. I feel like that was the time at which everybody would be coming online, but that it would be slow to progress. So we're moving to the next hologram, the next wave of existence. Um, and all of these holograms and waves, these are all validated by science. You just have to, I just don't know enough to explain it to you right now, but I could figure it out if you asked me to. But um, you're compelled to change quickly. Um, so specifically within, you know, even just like your chakras or something, you know, you can even think of your chakras or light or numbers. Like we're all talking about these concepts of nine, of the number nine. And the Mayans, they believe that there were nine waves of creation that all were different frequencies and they all had something different to provide to reality. Um, but ultimately, we know through the study of electricity that waves, when you put two waves or nine waves or three waves together, they ultimately become one wave. And that's what I was saying. You build upon energy. You do not create or destroy energy. You only build upon it and transmute it and change it. But, um, sorry, but they're all different frequencies. So there's an, so if you think of a wave, you know, there's a peak in a valley, there's always like a curve of it. And, um, when we're at the top of the curve, which we're hopefully moving towards, cause we're at the bottom right now, we are at the bottom of the curve, girl. but when we get to the top of the curve, you'll see, you'll feel more unified and uh, hopefully that's coming. And that's what people are kind of anticipating for 2020 is that that shift we're kind of moving towards the top of our curve so we'll kind of see um that the sixth wave is ending and that we're moving towards another wave of creation so it's a very weird concept have you heard of this before i follow this shaman <laughs> i follow these white people on youtube i don't know they sound right no but the thing about it is that i validated all of this i wouldn't have brought it to you if independent sources haven't talked about this same exact thing in different words. And that's the whole thing. That's the whole purpose of Center of the Sun is finding those connections between what people are saying that is different. Like, where is there not a pattern? <laughs> or like, where is there a pattern? Um, you know, trying to figure out what those answers. Um, and a lot of people, you know, people that live in the United States or live in Europe or live in the jungle or whatever else, there are people that are not very popular but they have a small following and they have a little bit of success behind their name because they follow these principles of reality, not trying to keep up with somebody's Joneses because it's not worth it. So the Mayans represented these waves of creation in their stories and in their structures. So they had pyramids, they had structures and all kinds of stuff going on. But that's why their clocks stopped. They were telling a story. They weren't, that wasn't a clock. That wasn't a calendar. It was a story, just like the Bible. 
<laughs> it's not a calendar. It's not a rule book or a word from God. It's a story. They were will, they were telling a story of how the waves will end and move and like and then new ones be, and then new waves begin and they kind of more, propagate more and then you have more propagation of other waves and they're added into new waves of creation but it's like a we haven't gotten to that point yet so we don't know what the next thing is going to be and these stronger signals will affect you the coronavirus and all this stuff like people like we're being affected by very strong environmental changes and but it only indicates that you have a resolve, you have the ability to survive, and that there is some sort of divine intervention because you're able to adapt peak by peak. So that's why, you know, the you that's why it's okay that Donald Trump is president, because his shit will end at some point. There's always a light at the end, end of the tunnel, and that's how we're built. We're built to go from paycheck to paycheck, from peak to peak. Um, and that kind of structure of our reality is very interesting. Civilizations in the future, you know, as we move forward, even right now, um, I'm witnessing groups of people starting to become, even my friends are like, would you ever live on a farm? And I'm like, hell yeah, I'd live on a farm. If I could work and do all my shit myself, I totally would do that. And that's kind of where civilization is kind of moving because we're seeing that cities are not the most sustainable and they're not the safest option. And civilizations will become more socially distant because it's just more sustainable. We just, it's like practice right now with the coronavirus. We're just getting practice to stop talking to each other so much and kind of stop trying to be so concentrated and more village-like, you know, tribal or whatever. But anyway, people's thoughts and feelings, they'll become centered around villages and towns. And this is just kind of what people think the world is going to be in the future because of global warming and all these shifts in environment. Cities are basically a representation of how we, you know, our ability or whatever I'm trying to say. Cities are a representation of our ability to destruct Earth for our own pleasure. So we're moving. That's what we're moving towards. This is why the, that wave of creation is ending. That's why on Twitter I was like, can we just end the way, this wave of creation? Like, can we just get to unity? Because uh, consciousness, basically consciousness is shifting. And we're moving to energy that can unite, that can unite all people. Domination, in a sense, will be traded for balance in the future. So man versus nature, cities versus the natural resources. There are many divisions that we have to deal with in our society. And we should be more focused on balance and wholeness. You know, where do you get your food? Is your food balanced? Is your diet balanced? Do you meditate? How can you clean up your act? How can you clean up the earth? Huh? Oh my God, there is, oh my God. So speaking of cleaning up the earth, there are some new technologies that have been invented around the same time of the Mayan, whatever, shift, the Mayan shift. There is a doctor, another man, another scientist. He kind of sounds like Albert Einstein. His name is Rogero Santilli. And he invented the intermediate controlled nuclear fusion reactor. And, you know, he is he was able to tweak a bunch of math 
And basically, he can control a nuclear reaction by controlling pressure and power and temperature and flow and all of these factors. And he's able to um, create an environmentally ex- acceptable form of energy. So, excuse me, right now, coal and gasoline and, you know, natural resources, like all the things that we use create unacceptable pollution for our environment. And all of these technologies were developed in the light of quantum mechanics, quantum chemistry, and all of these sciences that we just have grown to cling to. But if you listen to last week's episode, pardon me, we've been calling into question all of these theories because they've been disproven in scientific labs like since 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, we've been shifting. Even our science has shifted. Like the ideas of old are gone. Um, the Big Bang, you know, stuff like that we've just assumed right are now being shifted into something, into just a higher realm of consciousness. Not anything, because we're just building upon it. It's not wrong. We're just building upon it and creating a new way of thinking, a new framework. And quantum mechanics and quantum chemistry, they can only explain events that can be reversed. So, like, you can, like, give somebody something and take it back. Like, quantum mechanics and quantum chemistry only can explain those events. But what if you burn up a piece of paper? You can't unburn a piece of paper. You can't, like, create... You can't unburn gasoline. So, of course, there's pollution because it doesn't take into account... (laughs) the byproducts of all of these actions that we're taking specifically with our energetic, you know, energy releases in various forms, gas, natural, you know, all these things that create pollution. And they violate their own rules. They violate its, the very rules of the mathematics, which is why we get nuclear radiation and stuff because it violates the rules of nature. It violates the rules of math and creates these exotic, weird things that kill us. So naturally, we have to look in another direction so we don't die. Um, So mathematics was broadened by Rogero Santilli to encompass events that had a clear cause and an ending. And that's why gas pollutes the earth and nuclear reactions pollute the earth because they do not take into account all of the rules that you have to must that you have to satisfy in order to create an acceptable form of energy. So he created a form of mathematics called hadronic mathematics and hadronic mechanics. And he says it's quote, a non-unitary irreversible generalization of quantum mechanics. So you know that like two particles come together and like create a a planet and the gravity of the particles and the da-da, the waves and the science, the space-time, da-da-da. So that's your quantum mechanics. But like before we get to like space time and like all the other stuff that you create, why the fuck does it come together in the first place? How? Like we can explain the interactions between these particles, but we don't understand why the particles are formed in the way that they're formed in the first place. Why is a carbon atom the way that that it is? Why is it? Why is it in, constructed in that way and only that way? Well, Rogero Santilli just, he's just like, yeah, of course it's magnetism. 
But unfortunately, we haven't really been told that. Magnetism holds the universe together. There's something magnet, magnetic about our re reality. And that's how we can get electricity off of it because it's just there. Um, but he's able, he's able to create a nuclear reactor based on the fundamentals of why the shit is stuck together in the first place. So, let me see. Independently verified. So he's independently, ver he's independently verified. He's patented by the United States Department of Defense and all that kind of shit. He's, you know, he, but he's just like unknown because he's not polluting the world. <laughs> he's like going around trying to sell this reactor because it is absent of nuclear radiation and nuclear waste. It doesn't take extreme cold or extreme heat to operate. And he does all of this by breaking the magnetic bonds of whatever substance is, is being held together. So whatever gas, whatever it is, he can create synthesis, like he can create steam from something else by breaking the magnetic bonds of carbon and something else. I don't know. Or whatever the hell he's, he does. And I can't really explain it because I'm not a really, I'm not a physicist or anything, but... Um, you know, he can create steam and that steam can turn a generator and there is no nuclear waste and there is no coal and there is nothing. You got to have a little lab and you can do it at a gas station. You, you, you can do it at home. And that's because the input is a light and stable element. When you do that, the output is a light and stable element. When you burn coal, you're burning a very dirty and very heavy compressed substance that's been compressed by the earth for millions of years so when you burn it of course you're going to get all of the shit that's inside of it released to, to the air that's not being used by the engine so there's no harmful radiation you only get synthesis because there's not enough energy to like create the byproducts that you get from nuclear radiation and you don't create exotic particles because you're not smashing anything together. You're not using, you're just breaking the magnetic bond of the gas or whatever substance you're reacting with. So I don't know. I'm trying to explain it. I'm confusing my damn self now, but I'm going to put this on my blog, Devon.org, D-V-A-U-G-H-N.org. And if you want to learn more information, if you want to talk about this, because I really, I'm a verbal processor. That's why the show exists, because I don't know how to talk about anything without talking about it. Um, first, out loud. I can't think about any, I can't really like form an idea without talking about it out loud at first. So uh, you can email me host at centersun21.com. And I just want to thank you for listening and have a great day and have a great coronavirus quarantine or not. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go.